This is Jones Financial Talk with Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Nick provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Jones Financial Talk with your host, Nick Jones. Well, hello and welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. My name is Nick Jones with Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Listeners, if you'd like more information about what you hear on our show today, please give us a call at 541-773-9567 or you can visit us online at jonesfinancialtalk.com. And while on our website, click on that radio page to check out all of our past shows and to even subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now listeners, during my career, one of the most frequent things people have brought up to me is taxes. How much are they going to pay now? How much are they gonna pay when they retire? Uh, Are they taking advantage of the tax breaks that they're rightfully qualified for? And these are all very, very good questions, and I'm usually able to answer them in a way that eases their anxiety and makes them feel more confident about their financial strategy. So on today's show, we're going to discuss some of the things that you may be able to do this year to help devise a nice tax strategy that you feel better about. But before we dive into this topic, let me bring in my my, uh, co-host, Tony Shore, so he can help us explore the, the world of taxes in 2022. Well, thanks, Nick. It's great to be here on the show with you. And yeah, we're going to try to make taxes exciting today, aren't we? <laughs> right. It's a difficult topic, but we can do it. <laughs> well, I, I think the key is uh, we're talking about minimizing your tax burden and tips that will help you better understand it. So it is important. Uh, you want to minimize that tax burden. And um, I like where your head's at for this show, Nick. Uh, no matter if you're already retired or in the middle of your career, taxes are important. But before we get into that, I have to ask you, Nick, how have you been? I know you've been busy, right? Well, this is obviously the beginning of the year. There's lots going on with client reviews and and helping them get prepared for tax season, which is just right around the corner. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been a great start to the year so far, and um, yeah. I hope things are good for you uh, out in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Is it still snowing out there? Um, it is actually. It snowed a little bit today. It's been really cold. Uh, uh, yesterday morning when I got up, it was 17 below zero. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That is uh, With unfortunate. 30, be- 30 below wind chills. <laughs> it's really unfortunate. 30 below wind chill advisory. And the guy on the weather, uh, we watched the weather night before, and he said, uh, you can't be outside for more than 10 minutes. Wow. Before you, you'll get basically what's freezer burn, frostbite on your skin. <laughs> we don't like, get that here, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> so, but today, it, the craziness is 17 below yesterday. Today, got up 29 degrees above zero. Wow. So okay. It's like, the, you know, it's like swings of 50 degrees or more. It's crazy. Um, but I've been great. You and I started off the year together great. You know, you and Herstel and I were together at a big financial conference, and it was great seeing both you and Herstel. Uh, the whole Jones uh, financial family was out there. And Kelly, that was fantastic. Uh, we learned a lot. I always learn a lot from you guys. It was great seeing you. But uh, today's show, uh, this is a good one. Uh, again, like you said a minute ago, no, no matter how savvy people are with their finances, 
um, you know, you got to fill out all those IRS forms and then sending them in. It, it's nerve wracking. And I think a lot of people are afraid if they just make one little mistake on a form, it could lead to that angry IRS agent at our front door. Go, you know, <laughs> IRS, open up. You you are exactly correct, you know. And, and so today I think it's important for us to kind of talk about some tips, right, that um, are going to help us prepare for those knocks at the door um, sure. or, or avoid them. Okay. And yeah, so exactly. um, the first tip I was thinking about mentioning was, you know, preparing your taxes um, is, is something that you have to do every time this year, right? You've got to take the time to actually um, put everything together and be organized. You can't yeah. just do this the day before uh, taxes are due in April, right? And so that's why we talk and plan with our clients a lot during the first quarter to make sure that they get everything in order. And Tony, you probably know this, but so many things happened last year in 2021 that are even new uh, for the tax season yeah. for us to consider, right? And so some of those things are things like additional child tax credits, the stimulus payments, uh, pandemic unemployment assistance, and the PPP forgiveness. And so th the reason why I bring those four items up is just that's potentially a ton of extra paperwork uh, that, that you just have to have organized and ready for your accountant or ready for yourself uh, before April 15th, obviously. Well, yeah, you don't want to be doing it the night before your taxes are due. I mean, that's kind of like waiting uh, until the day before your book report on War and Peace is due to begin actually reading the book. You don't <laughs> want to do that. You can't. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. If you blow your book report, you might get an F. But if you mess up on your taxes, that's going to take a nasty bite out of your bank account. Exactly. And so that's exactly why you should be prepared for sure. And, you know, Tony, security is another significant thing that you should be very aware of when it comes to your taxes this year. And the first step to keeping your tax information safe is to not send forms and documents through email because sophisticated hackers may be able to gain access to your email. And if they do that and they see tax documents in your inbox, they know that they now have what? They have your social security number and a bunch of other personal information to to move on for them, right? <laughs> right. Well, yeah, th that's true. And uh, that's another good point. So what's the best way to get your tax forms to your accountant or financial services professional then? Yep. So the best way is to download those forms that you need from your financial institution and then upload those to your tax professional's secure online portal. And if, if your preparer doesn't have that secure online portal, it may be time to consider finding a new one because that's just a very, very important step for cybersecurity and for your own safety. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's true. And, and managing your documents online, that also means you have less loose paperwork to keep track of. Uh, and, you, you know, it's easier to lose it if it's uh, loose paperwork. Well, exactly. And that actually brings us to our next point, which is, be smart about what you throw away. Okay. It's, it's mm. very, very common for yeah. folks to accidentally toss out documents by mistake. Uh, but doing so obviously is going to make the filing process more difficult for you and your tax professional. Okay. And so I'll give you an idea. My wife and I, we have just a, a running tax file every year. And anytime we get any paperwork that we think might have anything to do with taxes, we just put it in that folder for the year. And Smart. that way, at the end of the year, even if we don't need it, our accountant will tell us we don't. Or if we look through the paperwork and we think we don't need it, that's fine. It's okay. You have an extra couple things in there. You can shred them later, but keep everything in a file throughout the year so you're ready. 
Well, yeah, definitely. And it's better to keep it than to have that moment of panic when your tax preparer calls and said, hey, I need this document from you. And you look around, oh, I don't have that anymore or I can't find it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, the next thing also, Tony, uh, to keep a close eye on is your various numbers, because for a tax professional, there's probably no worse feeling than when a client just walks in their office with an old shoebox full of all their disorganized receipts, right? Right. And, uh, and it's as the old adage goes. I mean, if your bookkeeping is is a mess, then most likely you're going to be filing your taxes and they're going to have some errors, right? So you just garbage in, garbage out. You got to make sure that you're organized, right? Right. Yeah, that's that's key. And, and that makes perfect sense to me. You currently have I know you guys actually utilize the informational tax guide. Uh, it's like a tax fact sheet. Uh, and uh, some of our listeners are probably interested in getting a copy of that, right? And you're offering that at no charge to our listeners if they want it. That, that is very true. Yes. If, if you just contact our office today, we will uh, send you that complimentary tax fact sheet uh, that focuses on the fact that while you, you don't have a choice of if you're going to pay taxes, you do have a choice of when you're going to pay them. And I think it's a particularly valuable document for those who are getting fairly close to retirement to help them with that tax planning process. Well, yeah, and that's that's good. So uh, remind people how they can get a hold of you and get a copy of that document. Sure. So two ways, listeners. You can always visit our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com or simply give us a call at 541 773-9567 to discuss how we might be able to answer those specific questions or address any concerns about your path to retirement. That is what we are here in the Rogue Valley to do and to help you with. Well, that's awesome. And I think it's great you're offering this to our listeners today. And we're going to take a quick break and come right back and continue this discussion on tax strategies and insights for 2022. So stay tuned, listeners. We'll be right back with more of Jones Financial Talk and our host, Nick Jones, right after this. Wouldn't it be nice to have an owner's manual help you address and plan for retirement? The New World of Retirement by David Herstel Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions can help you plan for the retirement you've dreamt of and ease your financial concerns. The New World of Retirement will help you with the foundation you need for a successful retirement. Visit jonesfinancialtalk.com to request your complimentary copy today. That's jonesfinancialtalk.com. Well, hello and welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. This is Nick Jones from Jones & Associates. Listeners, if you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, please give us a call at 541-773-9567 or you can always visit us online at jonesfinancialtalk.com. Lots of resources on there that we've actually discussed on the show today, as well as our radio page. And you can subscribe to this program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now, listeners, during the show today, we've been discussing tax strategies and insights for this year, 2022. And during the first segment, we focused specifically on some tax tips for this year. But we're going to switch gears a little bit for the rest of the show and talk to you and highlight about some of the things that may raise the interest of the folks at the IRS. Well, yikes, Uh, that sounds intriguing, though. What do you have first for us? Okay, Tony, so there are many red flags for auditors, uh, and the first potential area of concern is neglecting to report all of your taxable income. We talk with clients about this because there's 
many things that you need to remember, right? The the IRS gets copies of all of the 1099s and W-2s that you receive also, which means it's essential to report all of your taxable income. There are actually IRS computers that are capable of cross-checking all of your forms with the income that's written on your return. Okay, and a, a mismatch will spur the computer to produce a bill that then is actually mailed to you. And so if you receive a 1099 that shows income that isn't yours or lists it incorrectly, make sure that the issuer files a corrected form with the IRS as soon as you can. And then finally, report all income sources on your 1040, regardless of whether or not you received a 1099 or similar form. So income that you uh, generate by doing things like driving for Uber, right, or, or giving some kind of lessons or selling crafts online, that's all taxable. And you want to make sure that you include that. Yeah. So uh, got it. Don't try to hide income from the IRS. <laughs> <laughs> so i mean because it's likely sooner or later they'll find out about it and it's not a lesson you want to learn the hard way is it no it's not no it's not for sure and you know next uh, you should also be aware that the more income you make the more likely it is that you're going to be audited okay the fact is that for most everyday americans the risk of being audited is is pretty low but as your income rises so do your odds of being audited Okay, and in fact, the IRS has, Tony, a high wealth exam squad, if you can if you can understand that or if you've heard of that before, that actually focuses exclusively on the super rich. Okay, and this team actually audits these people's 1040 returns as well as returns for entities that they control both in the United States and overseas. And you've probably heard a little bit about this lately, but Currently, President Biden is pushing for more higher income filers to get audited. He wants Congress to give the IRS about a billion dollars over the next 10 years so it can enhance its enforcement efforts against wealthy people, large corporations, and pass-through entities like partnerships and, and just regular LLCs. Mm. And so, you know, it's anyone's guess as to whether what Biden is proposing will become reality, but, you know, this much is clear. If you are a high earner, make sure you're keeping a very close watch on how your taxes are filed. Don't cut corners uh, because in the end, just like you mentioned earlier, Tony, you know, doing so just isn't worth the risk. Yeah, true. Uh, and, uh, you know, I know that you're always urging people, Nick, to work closely uh, with a trusted financial services professional, someone like yourself and uh, folks in the office there. And it seems to me that uh, is, this is something that uh, is going to be really important uh, the more money you make, too, for high-income folks. Definitely, definitely. And, you know, the next potential IRS red flag is claiming higher-than-average deductions, losses, and credits. Mm. Okay, so specifically the deductions, losses, and credits on your return are, if they are unusually large, for instance, when compared to your income, uh, that's going to definitely make the IRS take a much closer look at your return. Right. And so, yeah. Tony, claiming something like a very large loss from something like, let's say, the sale of rental property or other investments can also give the IRS question. Right. And so uh, if you have the correct documents, though, proving your deductions, your losses and your credits, then you should absolutely claim them. Nobody should ever feel like they have to pay the IRS more than what they actually owe. The point here is just understanding that they are going to take a closer look. Sure. Well, pay what you owe, but not more than what you owe, right? I mean, that's, exactly. <laughs> that seems uh, logical and fair to me. 
Definitely. And, you know, the next thing that could get you into hot water with our friends at the IRS is taking large charitable deductions. Okay, so charitable deductions not only help our communities uh, and the causes that we care about, they're also very, very good write offs. But if your donations are strangely large when compared to your overall income, the IRS is probably going to notice that. Okay, and and the IRS knows what the average charitable deduction is uh, for people at every income level. So as an example, if you don't get uh, an an official appraisal for property donations or if you neglect to file um, the proper forms with the IRS for non-cash donations greater than 500 bucks, you could become an even larger uh, audit target. Okay, and finally, Hang on to your various supporting documents like receipts for cash and and property contributions for sure. Yeah, you have to. There's so much to keep track of. It's crazy. And and when it comes to things like receipts and other documents, when in doubt, you should just hang on to them. Right. I mean, you never know when you're going to end up needing them. Exactly. That is uh, probably one of the best tips. Right. Yep. Really keeping track of everything that you have. Um, and, and making sure that you can back up any deductions that you might be taking on your returns. Yep. So, you know, I just wanted to mention one more time, you know, please reach out to our office today if you want that complimentary tax fact sheet. Uh, it focuses on some great facts uh, that also uh, w- will help you, you know, with choices that you have to about paying taxes and when you're going to do that. So this is just a very, very valuable guide for folks that we have shared in the past who are nearing the end of their working years and just a nice, nice tool for them to be able to review. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really great. And that tax guide you're offering, uh, a lot of great information in there. Listeners, pick up the phone and give Nick a call, give the office a call and they'll get you one of those. They'll get that out to you. Uh, and uh, you can take a take a look at that. Now, listeners, stay tuned because we're going to take a quick break here. But when we come back, we're going to continue our discussion on tax strategies and insights uh, for you to minimize that tax burden in 2022 right here on Jones Financial Talk. Hi, I'm Herstel Jones. With markets in turmoil and many businesses suffering, this may be the right time to ensure you have a solid financial strategy that can help prepare you for future volatility. Give us a call at Jones & Associates to set up a complimentary phone or virtual meeting to discuss your strategy and goals. Call 541-773-9567. Again, that's 541-773-9567. Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions is a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. And welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with our host, the man with the plan. That's right. He's here, Nick Jones. And Nick, during today's program, you've been talking about some tax issues that we need to be aware of in 2022, as well as some more general tax information that we can use at any time. I think it's been a very informative show. I hate to use the word fun uh, regarding a show about taxes, <laughs> Nick, but uh, uh, but what do you have for us in our final segment? Yeah. So, Tony, you know, the, the next potential red flag for us to talk about is running a business, which is often a way to gain the attention of the IRS. And, and sure. many of our clients deal with this, right? Because while Schedule C is rich with very good tax deductions for the self-employed, it's also a very easy target for IRS agents on the lookout for people that are claiming excessive deductions or not claiming all their income, as we've talked about a little bit before on the show. And the IRS is, is likely to look at both higher grossing sole proprietorships than smaller ones, right? And, and sole proprietors, 
reporting at least about $100,000 of gross receipts on their Schedule C are um, in a situation where they're in a cash intensive business. And, and if they are in a business like that, like let's say a restaurant or a bar, then they are very likely to be audited. Okay. And additionally, business owners who report significant losses on that Schedule C, uh, particularly if those losses can be offset entirely or by most of the reported income, like your wages, are also at just great risk for an audit. Yeah. Remember that old song, I fought the law and the law won, right? <laughs> I do. I, <laughs> I think do. it was by the, the Bobby Fuller Four did it and the Crickets originally did it. But yeah, um, those uh, 1960s crooners were just trying to craft a catchy pop song. But uh, the fact of matter, <laughs> the fact of it is they shared a universal truth there. Don't fight the IRS because the IRS will win, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> that is hilarious, Tony. But, you know, I think you're mostly right with that. And even the IRS can make a mistake from time to time. Yep. This has happened uh, for myself personally over the years sometimes. Sure. And, and if you know that uh, you are right, uh, you know, on your side and you have the documents to back yourself up, by all means, fight the IRS. Okay. But that's true. To your point, <laughs> to your point, though, perhaps uh, we should phrase it like this. Don't try to pull one over on the IRS because the IRS will always find out. True. Right. True. Um, another thing that we uh, talk with our clients about is claiming rental losses, um, you know, because that is kind of an IRS bullseye that's on your back. Um, the, the passive loss rules generally prevent the deduction of rental losses, but there are a couple of exceptions for, mm. for some people. Okay. And so, First, if you actively participate in renting out your property, you can claim as much as $25,000 of loss against your other income. Uh, now, this allowance does phase out if your adjusted gross income reaches $100,000 and then vanishes entirely if your adjusted gross income is over $150,000. Okay? And then secondly, <clears throat> there is an exception for real estate professionals who spend more than 50% of their time in their working hours and more than 750 hours annually participating in real estate as developers, brokers, landlords, and, uh, and similar things that allow them to write off these losses. Okay. And so, but I want you to be aware that the IRS is known to be uh, very aggressive when it comes to closely analyzing big rental real estate losses, um, especially when they're, they're written off by people claiming to be real estate professionals. Okay. Ah, okay. Yeah. And that can get complicated there. So, uh, the people who I know uh, that are in the rental business, uh, they rely heavily on tax experts or sometimes even a team of experts, tax professionals and their financial services professionals like yourselves. Uh, so if any of our listeners are pondering getting into the rental game, you want to work with a tax expert for sure. Definitely. That is for sure an area where you're going to want to work with somebody to help yeah. you with that. And, you know, Tony, another way to rise uh, uh, to raise, I should say, the, the IRS's eyebrows a little bit is to report multiple years of losses on that Schedule C for an activity that sounds like a hobby uh, while also having <laughs> yep. significant income with other sources. This, sure. th th this is something that happens a lot. Right. And so the IRS is definitely on the lookout for filers who year after year report large losses from hobbies to try to help offset the income from wages or business or investment earnings. And so the point here is to properly deduct a loss, 
you have to be running the activity like a business and have reasonable expectations of making profits. Okay. Ah, okay. Okay. So uh, are there any IRS red flags when it comes to vehicles? You, you bet there are. This is another big, big topic. And so when you depreciate a vehicle, you must list that uh, in the percentage that you're using during the year um, for business purposes. Okay. And so if you claim 100% business use of a vehicle, for instance, the IRS is going to be very, <laughs> yeah. very suspicious. Yeah. I mean, in those situations, you would literally probably need to leave the vehicle at work and only use it during work hours. No personal use. Okay. Um, it's very, very rare for anybody to actually use a vehicle exclusively for business, especially if you have access to a personal vehicle, right? And so, you know, furthermore, the IRS casts a very, very keen eye on heavy SUVs and large trucks that are used for business, especially when they're bought late in the year, right? Because that's because these types of vehicles are eligible for even better depreciation and expensing write-offs. Uh, it's very, very important to keep uh, thorough mileage logs and a detailed calendar of every road trip because poor record keeping will make it harder for you to defend the way that you're taking these deductions. All right. And, and also, you should bear in mind that if you use the IRS's standard mileage rate, you can't also claim expenses for repairs and insurance on vehicles, Tony. One thing that's really going to help our listeners out there is that tax fact sheet uh, that you have. Um, and, uh, I think that's really important. Tell, tell the listeners more about that. Yeah. So, you know, that tax fact sheet answers one critical question, Tony, it's pay now or pay later. Okay. There are certain retirement savings tools like Roth 401ks and Roth IRAs where you pay the taxes now, but there are also certain other retirement saving tools like traditional 401ks and IRAs where you may be able to pay the taxes later. And our tax fact sheet just explores several of the potential options under both the pay now and pay later umbrellas, as we call them. Okay. And so I just really would like to, to tell our listeners to contact our office to get that complimentary tax fact sheet so that they can learn more about um, what they can do, right? Um, to figure out that choice of, you know, when to pay the taxes, not if you're going to pay taxes, but when to actually think about in devising a strain, a, a plan for that tax, um, for that tax planning in life. Yeah. Sounds good. And a lot of great tips in the show today. Listeners we're out of time. Uh, but, uh, give our listeners the number before we go. Sure. So if you have any questions about your financial strategy, I just encourage you guys to give us a call at 541-773-9567 or visit us online at jonesfinancialtalk.com. All right, and that does it for today's episode of Jones Financial Talk with our host, Nick Jones. Thank you for listening to Jones Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Nick Jones at Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Call 541-773-9567 or visit their website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. 
Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. Insurance products and services are offered through Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions. Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions and Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions are affiliated companies. Nick Jones, Herstel Jones, and Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.